Hey there, my name is Chris Rivers. I'm here with Scott Freeman. We want to thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, welcome to Community Group Training. The goal of Community Group Training is to address challenges that group leaders face regularly and to help them feel competent to equip their groups well. Today, we're talking with Jennifer Dill. She recently came into a staff meeting and shared some ways that our staff could utilize care and recovery. She helps lead that team here at Grace Church. So we're just going to jump right into this interview you and I'm so glad that you could join us today. Okay, let's listen in on this discussion. Hey Jennifer, how are you today? Yep, doing good. Good, thanks for joining us. Um, as Chris mentioned, we had you come into a group life staff meeting, I, I guess it was a few months ago now, uh, to just share some of the resources that uh, Care and Recovery have to offer. Uh, you and your staff have done trainings for our pastors in the past on you know, difficult topics such as uh, suicidal thoughts, um, self-harm, you know, we have one coming up on transgender situations and, and shepherding folks through those. And so we felt like it was helpful for our staff to just hear all of the, the specialists that we have added to our staff, the mm-hmm. different ministries that we have. And, you know, so really they're not having to reinvent the wheel when situations like this in their groups arise. Mm-hmm. And as we heard you um, training our staff and, and informing them, really felt like it would be beneficial for our group leaders to hear that as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't we just start off by having you define care and recovery, what that means, um, and why is that necessary for our church? Yeah, um, it's really, it's for participants to have support and community with focused discussion and discipleship. Um, to be able to heal in specific areas of hurt and see how hope, actually, hope of the gospel applies to their area of pain or their area where they feel stuck. Right. So it's really, um, it's an added piece of equipping that we do at Grace Church for us as a church to come alongside you, not only during your community group, but, you know, potentially outside of that group as well. Mm -hmm. We just want to make sure that um, people are cared for in every aspect of their life. So that could be grief. It could be divorce. If you personally are struggling with mental illness or your family member is, Mm. um, if you're struggling with chronic illness, if you need help navigating um, or helping your family navigate um, that your parents are a little bit older now Mm. and they need help knowing the next steps. We also have all of these topics uh, for kids and students as well. And so we like to say we take care of folks from um, birth to the grave. Mm. And so um, in any aspect of that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the qualities or the characteristics, I guess, of care and recovery that you just mentioned, community groups have as well. But I guess the one distinguishing characteristic is around a specific issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Care ministries focus on grief or on divorce or on a specific um, addiction or or struggle, whereas community groups are a little bit more, you know, across the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Um, We've added to our staff in recent years with the number of uh, care ministries and different ministries that we've offered. Um, Could you just kind of run through maybe a list of what 
staff we have, what ministries we offer in addition to community group as forms of biblical community? Sure. We um, have grown to now it's probably eight to ten staff members um, and all varying in areas of expertise. And so we've got people on our staff like Sarah Brannon. She has a background in nursing. We've got Kathy Scully who has a background with DSS and DJJ. We've got um, Jim Taylor, who's our recovery pastor, who's been, gosh, he's been on staff here for a long time. Um, We've got Julia Eldred, who specializes in um, helping people navigate with their loved ones around uh, how to leave a legacy and also work with people in an area of chronic illness. We've got uh, Melissa Ramirez, who has a background in, um, she was a child life specialist at the hospital. And so she helps, along with Taylor Hall, who was on student staff, um, you know, work with kids and teens who are also experiencing these issues right along with their parents. Um, you got Brad Walbridge, who is also, he helps us um, part of group life, and he is at the Greer campus as a pastor, uh, and Sarah Fowler. Um, so she's been around um, Grace for a long time and is able to help leaders um, and volunteers in our care groups, equip them for how to be with participants. And she's able to enter in situations where there's domestic abuse or, you know, any kind of domestic violence as well. And I know that I haven't said a lot of other issues because we all specialize in a lot and we try to make sure that we're equipping staff, leaders, and key volunteers to make sure that we're you know, setting them up to care for, for folks well. Yeah. And, and your background is as a hospital chaplain. Yes. Dealing mm-hmm. with like palliative care and hospice yep. and mm-hmm. that type of thing in yes. the life issues. So, um, a lot of areas there that you just covered and we're <laughs> yeah. not, and we're not expecting our leaders to remember all those, but our staff is aware of those. So if, if any of those issues, you know, rang a bell for any of our leaders with, people in your group currently or in the future you have a you know situation with an abuse or something that you just mentioned and our leaders think you know man I listen to that podcast I think Jennifer mentioned (laughs) the exact thing I'm going through the community group pastor is always a route to find Mm -hmm. out and and get access to some of these uh, these specialists on our staff Mm -hmm. so so that's great I think all community groups have folks um in their groups who, you know, are struggling. Uh, we all have issues. And so um, how do we determine if somebody has reached a point where one of these ministries might be a better fit for them than their current group? Um, where Where is that line, I guess? Sure. Um, I would say any area, to kind of simplify it, would be where you feel stuck. Mm. So that could be um, if you feel like you are still grieving a situation or a loss of a parent or, you know, loss of somebody very close to you. And you're finding that every group week that somebody is, you know, continuing to talk about their grief or um, they've just gone through a divorce or, um, you know, they're really struggling around some addiction issues or, you know, like I said, the mental illness earlier, any issue that you feel as though the person can't make a lot of movement in, then I would say 
a care group, care and recovery would be something that they, that they could check out, mm-hmm. um, that you could come alongside them and to offer them that specialized care uh, with the help of care and recovery. And so that could mean that you join a care group that lasts 13, six to 13 weeks, uh, that you go through regeneration, which is a year-long discipleship program. Um, that could mean that the first step is you just going with that person to talk to your group life pastor, campus pastor, and getting them the next step of resources. And so there's many ways that you can um, provide them care. But if you're seeing week after week that somebody is using a good bit of time during group to talk about one specific issue, I'd say that's that's a flag to be raised and to maybe talk with them more after group. Um, about about that issue and if you're feeling like they might be just be stuck sure i mean obviously we don't want care ministries to be the easy button that all of our group leaders press to just get rid of all their difficult people right (laughs) right um (laughs) but uh i you know i've had this conversation with leaders before and i've told them that you know every group at any given time has the person or the couple that is the highest need person Mm -hmm. in that group right now and there are times where it's the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there have been seasons that Jenny and I have been leading a group, and we were the highest need couple in the group for a season because mm-hmm. of something that was going on with our family or, or whatever. And so, um, but when that when the highest need person in your group is the same person or the same couple mm-hmm. week after week after week after month after month, that mm-hmm. may be a flag to at least consider sure. the possibility that a care ministry might be a better fit. Right, right. If they're week after week really struggling, that would be a a time to maybe pull them aside and say, hey, we want to come alongside you, Mm -hmm. and we see that maybe what we're offering here on a Wednesday night at community group isn't the only resource for you. And so let's let's see what other resources we can help you with because we're hearing, you know, that you're really struggling in these issues in these areas. So how often would you say, um, folks, and I'm putting you on the spot with this question, but how Mm -hmm. often would you say that folks do a care ministry alongside their community group at the same Mm -hmm. time? And how often do they have to get out of the group, um, you know, because of just time. Right. Um, a lot of times people do come out of their community group for a season to, um, grow in that area that they're feeling stuck in. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of folks, though, also have margin and are able to do something alongside their community group. So let's say a Monday night is community group, and then Wednesday night might be their care group night. Um, I would say it depends on what the person's capacity is and if they are able to do both. That is a good situation because then the leader can continue to um, hear about their update from their current care group but it's also okay if somebody needs to step out because they can't do both Mm -hmm. for a certain reason or just time and capacity i want folks to hear though that just because you leave your community group doesn't mean that you don't continue to get that care from leaders and care from staff it's just at that point it's more just logistics and really trying to figure out how to make it work right so and we view all of these, whether it's community group or care ministry, as forms of biblical community. Yeah. And one is not better or worse mm-hmm. than than the other. Right. Um, you are not 
taking a step backwards to leave community group and go into Regen for a season. Right. Um, I mean, I hear great, great stories, and I've participated in several of these. And um, just, I mean, I see a lot of the uh, things that we want community groups to be mm-hmm. in Regen groups sure. and in re-engage groups and in grief share groups and all of these. And so um, never want to communicate that uh, – community group is the is the normal or the right the right the varsity and then these are jv or anything like yeah. that it's, yeah it's all forms of biblical community there obviously you know when you are having a conversation with someone who is struggling and mentioning one of these uh, care ministries as an alternate form it can be a sensitive conversation and right. we want to do that in a caring and loving way is there any anything to keep in mind as we do have that conversation to make sure that they don't feel like they're being kicked out or they don't feel like they are less than because we're asking them to do one of these. Right. I would say anytime that you can come alongside the person is key. And so in the earlier that you're noticing things, the better. If you've noticed even after just two weeks that somebody continues to cry all throughout group, follow up with them even like that night um, or even the next day. Cause the earlier that you start to provide care. I mean, that's with any situation, the better. And then to help them know that they are not alone and to normalize it, to just um, talk about how you want to get them more help and that you're seeing in group that, hey, you know, I've noticed in group the past couple weeks that you've been really upset. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what you're thinking, what you're feeling. And then... um, to make sure then that you continue to follow up. And it could be that you have the initial conversation, they get going and they're kind of continuing to move on. But then if they don't, I would have some of these resources in your back pocket and immediately start to let uh, the group know. Actually, if you could let the group know at the very beginning, hey, we have a ton of resources mm-hmm. at Grace Church. And yes, you're in a community group, but if you also need help with grief or mental health or, you know, issues around divorce, that that's, that's kind of the ideal. But if you, if something kind of happens in the middle, I would just slowly start introducing the idea because the, the more you can talk with the person about it and the earlier, the better, Mm -hmm. because then if you have noticed it for a month or two and you never say anything, and then all of a sudden they're, you know, on the edge and they can't be in group anymore because they just can't you know, handle coming, mm-hmm. then it does feel like they're alone. Right. So the more you can up front start talking about how you want to help them, the better. Yeah. And I think with this, like any other difficult conversation you're having with group members, it goes back to our shepherding values where if you know them and you love them mm-hmm. along the way and now you're speaking into them and mm-hmm. part of your direction for them is perhaps to go to Regen or mm-hmm. to participate in grief share, um, they're going to realize that because you've established that relationship and they know you love mm-hmm. them. Um, yep. Whereas if the first time you've ever said anything to them of any substance mm-hmm. is, hey, you need to go do this instead of be here, I can see where that would come across, you know. Right, right. Not, and not even right way. another step is if they do feel like this would be a good next step for them to go to region or a care group is maybe to go with them the first night mm-hmm. or if you can't follow up with them help them know that they are not alone in this and help them to feel 
like they are still a part of that community. Anything that you can do if the person has to step out of community to continue the relationship is key. Yeah. I know we have a list of these uh, different ministries and specialists that we have available. We'll put those in the show notes. Um, you know, leaders may be listening to this and thinking of someone immediately that could benefit, and it may be that something happens a few months from now. And so we want this resource, this list uh, for leaders to be able to refer to in the future if one of these might be a good fit for someone in their group. So we'll put that in the show notes so leaders can access it. That's great. It's been good. Jennifer, do you have any other thoughts or anything you'd want to leave with us as we close? Um, I just want folks to know that, again, this is this is just another resource, and it is another way to help equip our people and to help them to see the transformative power of hope of the gospel and how it applies to their area of pain. That's great. Well, we're really glad that you could help us with this. And Scott, thanks for leading the crusade on this. So anything else you want to add? You good? Uh, I'm thankful for Jennifer and her team and the equipping that they provide our our staff, our pastors, who uh, then are able to lead our leaders more effectively. So thank you. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. Well, as we wrap up today's conversation, we want to thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to a Group Life staff member or email us at grouplife at gracechurchsc.org and we'll get connected to you. All right. Thanks for joining us today. And we look forward to joining you on the next episode.